the arrival of this pandemic, I have noticed that we increasingly give away the power over our most critical decisions to others. What we eat, how we feel, what we get done, and so much more. Now, more than ever, it's important we stay connected with ourselves. Welcome, fans. Another episode of Quest for You. Right now, I'm down to weekly episodes, but I'm still here. I plan on continuing with my podcast in case you've been wondering. I started four years ago and I recorded daily episodes, five days a week. Are you crazy? My friends told me I wanted to do it. I felt it was critical to do it. And then other things entered my life passions like mountain climbing, people that wanted to spend time with me, people that needed me. And I had to shift some of my priorities and and I reduced my episodes to three times a week. And now with the pandemic, it's become harder and harder to focus, but also to know where I want to go with this podcast. So please know that I plan on continuing, I just been thinking a lot and maybe I want to make some changes. I just don't quite know yet. Definitely, I want to continue interviewing amazing people because I learn so much from those conversations and I hope you do too. And maybe even you're able to connect with some of these people that you otherwise wouldn't ever meet. So I want to do that. But as for the rest, it's up in the air. But let's get to today's episode. It's an important one because I'm talking about yourself, you, us, the most important thing that we have. This is what this entire podcast is about, this mission that is so deep in my heart that I, that's what brought me to start this podcast is to connect us more with ourselves, with who we are, not what the world tells us we should be, but with what we want to do, what lies deep within us and that we've kind of just covered up and tuned out over the years and through all the experiences that we've had. And I don't know about you, but I am beginning to see people right off this year, especially on social media. Have you noticed it? Even the local news summary that I get in my inbox that the other day arrived with a subject line, ugh, just go away already. 2020. It's kind of tempting to jump on that train, isn't it? I mean, this year killed a lot of dreams for people. And it isn't over yet. In March and April, we still had our hopes up high that this would be just a temporary glitch, a discomfort that would be over soon. I remember as everything was closed and all we did was walk, I saw a lot of sidewalk chalk written a lot of it was by kids, there to, to motivate the passersby like me. We shall overcome. We will get through this. Stay positive. We can do this together. Haven't seen much of it lately. Maybe Amazon ran out of chalk. Who knows? Now, August is over. California has been battered with wildfires. Louisiana by another hurricane. The killings don't end, and with them, people somehow feel entitled to riot and to loot. 
being a policewoman is the one job I envy the least at the moment. In fact, I feel for those people. And we have so much more ahead of us. Not to say the word that starts with E. Elections. But here we are. With nothing much to look forward to. At least nothing exciting or hopeful. So it's easy just to wish it all away. But I refuse to join that movement. And I want you to refuse it as well. And here's why. We still have three months left in this year. Not a lot, I know. I also know that the previous nine months were not wasted. I've had many difficult days. I still have them. And I've shared many of my struggles with you on this podcast. I've overcome some of them for a while. And then on some of them I fell back. Like my ability to get out of bed. For a while I had it mastered. I was up by 5, 5.30. Now I'm back to 7 o'clock and I'm trying to restart over again. To try to get out at least by 6. But overcoming one challenge still leaves me with many others that haven't gone away. Plus sometimes I notice new ones creep in. And with all these challenges that come, sometimes go and sometimes linger, I always learn more about myself. And I bet you have too. Even if you feel stuck, helpless, angry, anxious, stressed like I am often, there are learnings in those feelings, in the thoughts associated with those feelings and in the resulting actions. And one of those learning moments is the topic of this episode today. Choose yourself. What does this mean, to choose ourselves? Let me start with what it doesn't mean. Joining into the hype of calling this a bad year and wishing for it to go away. This means we're pushing away any form of responsibility as well. And while I didn't do this intentionally, I notice moments when I feel like a victim. Moments when I ask, why did this virus have to happen in my lifetime? Or when I point fingers at the government or others, blaming them for my circumstances. Or when I waste another afternoon just randomly surfing the web, eating whatever snacks I can find and calling it a lost day. In moments like these, I don't choose myself. I allow my environment to choose for me. In one word, not choosing ourselves is saying no. No, whatever is happening is not what I want, need or deserve. No, whatever is happening is not working for me and I can't deal with this. And no, I do not see a way out. We don't choose ourselves every time we allow the outside to hold us back from living our best life. When we allow others to repeatedly hurt us. When we give the weather, the lost package, the traffic, power over our mood. When we allow food or the pandemic, the text message to make us feel bad. I have a friend who asked me the other day for some feedback. She had mentioned a project that she wanted to start months ago. And the question was related to that. But she still hadn't started the project. Turns out... Some people had told her that it wasn't a good idea. Yet, she still really wanted to do this project. It's a perfect example of not choosing yourself and instead choosing the opinions of others, allowing them to hold you back. 
Now, there are times when the advice of others is beneficial, like when we're about to do something silly, or when it offers us the knowledge that we just didn't have before. But right now, in this example, I'm speaking about the many times that we listen to others and give them more weight than our own heart. And in turn, we don't do what we really want to do. The smoky air may not allow a lot of outdoor activity, but an indoor workout can still be feasible. We need to become more conscious when we allow others to choose for us. So we notice it when they do that. Because they don't know what's in our heart. We also don't choose ourselves when we cannot accept what is. This is where I am a lot lately. I'm unhappy with certain circumstances in my life. And this unhappiness keeps me stuck. Lots of people struggle with food, especially now during COVID. Eating delicious foods gives us a sense of comfort. And who doesn't need that right now with all this bad news? I used to rarely eat bread, only on special occasions. For a long weekend, sometimes I would pick up one of those sunflower loaves that I really like. Eating a lot of bread just doesn't make me feel good. But since I've been working from home, I now also eat quite a bit more at home. And bread has crept into my kitchen again. And I kept buying it. Week after week. Initially it was just, oh, let's just have it because I'm at home and it's a difficult time. But then every time I go to the grocery store, I would pick up another loaf. And I just accepted the afternoon sluggishness as part of the pandemic. I didn't choose myself. I allowed bread to choose me. Because I cannot accept what is. I am in a permanent place of stuckness. A holding pattern, so to speak. And it is there that I resist and therefore also lose myself. So, if we flip it around and say, choosing yourself is saying yes. It's a yes and. Yes, these are my new circumstances, however difficult they may be. But I will work with them. I will not give up and give in to bread or my ex again, or to endless television, or to hours on social media. I will choose me. My first breakfast without bread, and back to what I normally ate for years? Let me tell you, I didn't need a nap that day. I had energy again. I worked out every night of the week that I started that, which is now a few weeks ago. What a major change. And it's stuff that I know. That's why I don't eat bread in the first place. But yet, I forgot. Or I chose to forget. Because I didn't choose myself. I didn't pay attention to myself. I excused it because of the circumstances. I didn't take ownership. It's a simple example, but we do it all the time. And especially when this pandemic disrupted our normal life. At the mercy of an invisible virus... We gave up power just because we are now required to stay inside as much as possible and wear a mask outside and because we cannot do certain things that we used to do. We don't need to give up completely on ourselves. I already told you that I walk a lot and I walk a lot through my neighborhood every day. 
I have never seen so many painters, roofers, carpenters, and gardeners working busily on people's houses. Sidewalks are filled every day with stuff people are getting rid of. Those are people that are saying yes, yes, and what can I do with this extra time at home? How can I improve my life, my home, the place where I shelter? How can I focus on the small things that make me happy? A couple of weekends ago, I sanded and stained the wood tiles on my front balcony together with a friend. He just gave me some equipment, but I did it myself. And I can tell you, I haven't felt as accomplished in a long time. And now, every time I look at that beautiful wood deck, I feel so happy because I did it. I cleaned it. It looks like new. It looks amazing. And I sent pictures to a lot of my friends of my new and refurbished wood deck because I'm so proud. Those small things matter. But unless we accept the big issues, we cannot see the small possibilities that open up all around us. Choosing yourself also means finding a way, even when it's hard. Even when everyone says it won't work, even when we don't feel like it, we all have the ability to find a way, but we have to choose to. As I said to my friend, when something keeps bugging you, go after it. If there's something that doesn't make you happy, address it. If you aren't happy with your lack of exercise, find a way to exercise. That is what choosing yourself means. When I was tired of being tired, I just spent a few minutes finally reflecting on my food choices. And that's when I immediately realized what I needed to change. Choose yourself. Against all the odds, my friend, I know that life is hard for many of us right now. But when you choose yourself, you don't let that hold you back. Choosing yourself is accepting what is. Because otherwise we cannot move forward. I have the hardest time with weekends where I'm unable to climb. And there have been a lot of them lately. Climbing skills take a lot of practice and I really want to and need to practice them. But it just hasn't worked out lately. And guess what? I can't accept it. And when we cannot accept something, we are in resistance mode, stuck. And from there, it's really hard to move forward. Then. We lack ideas because our energy is being spent on worrying, fretting, upsetting over the things that we cannot accept. When I spend the weekend pining over the fact that I can't climb, I don't enjoy myself, first of all. I waste my time in useless endeavors, doing nothing of value. But when I accept it as it is, suddenly I relax. I find myself on the couch getting lost in that novel that I've been wanting to read. I remember a friend I haven't seen in a while and we meet for a walk. When we accept our circumstances, we then can also move forward. Accepting doesn't mean we succumb to everything blindly. Accepting is a simple yes. Yes to what is here. And the yes is followed by an and. What's next? Now we can analyze the situation. We can make a choice that's better for us, that honors who we are. And even when we don't know what to do next, 
we can always be ready. This applies to so many areas of our life, our body, our relationship status, our jobs. Every time I come to peace with a situation, something opens up. A relaxed brain is a more creative brain. So please, I encourage you, look at those areas of your life where you are not choosing yourself. And you know which areas those are because you are not happy with those areas. And then spend some time looking at them to see what is needed. How can you choose yourself, prioritize what really matters for you? Just because the bread tastes great doesn't mean we're really choosing ourselves because if we're not feeling great afterwards, then it's just a cover-up for something else. When you find yourself mired in a difficult situation, in worry, in doubt, in uncertainty, begin with yourself by choosing yourself. Don't let others choose for you. You decide. Remember, you decide. Much love, and I hope this helps you. Talk to you soon.